Hello, you are listening to Tea with Friends. This is episode 17. The eagle-eared amongst you may have noticed that there has been more than two weeks between this episode and the last. There has been a lot going on, and I'm sorry that I've kept you all hanging. Thank you so much to all of you who've been asking when the new episode will be up. The answer to that is now. This episode, I talked to my friend Sarah about touring holidays and turning 40. I hope you enjoy meeting her. very blurry yeah do you know why that is because like because I stick a sticker on my camera because I get freaked out that people can see me when I'm talking to myself when I'm using my computer and obviously it makes it sticky (laughs) fair enough so we've been how long have we been friends about four years yeah and I think We, we became friends because our children were due on the same day. We were pregnant together. They were, yes, that is true. And I, I asked, I was like, oh, you know, I always struggle to find teas. And could you come up with some? And you're so efficient. I got a massive <laughs> list of teas. <laughs> I was panicking. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I really want to do this for you. But equally, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I was like, right, let's blitz anything that begins with tea. It was brilliant. (laughs) Should we go with the turning 41? Not that I have turned 40 yet, by the way. That's next year. Okay. Um, And then that could cover all sorts of things then, couldn't it really? Okay. I was going to say there were some things in there that I didn't know about you. So I was like, right, let's let's explore those. Well, I didn't know that you, um, you toured France. Well, only that's just what we did as a family for okay. some holidays and things growing up. Yeah, not as an adult. Just my parents were both um, teachers, so we had six weeks. So we always went to France in a caravan. So is your so, friends yeah, really probably. good? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough. <laughs> Good enough to teach year six French, but that's uh... <laughs> what sort of things did you? So you went in a caravan. So you, yeah. how how long was the drive? Hours and hours, I guess. What was that like? But in those days, well, in those days, I remember, you know, you like put down the back seats of the car, and my parents just made it into like a double bed, and my me and my brother just, you know, slept as if it was a double bed. No such thing as worrying about seatbelts awesome. or car seats or anything. I mean, so, awesome and oh my goodness well, at the same time. <laughs> well, I know. Well, I, I assume it was legal at that <laughs> at that point, but, but yeah. So we we would just sleep through the night because they'd make a bed up in the back, and we'd just sleep. And then you'd rock up at like a ferry port and 
you'd sleep in the caravan in the in the queue for the ferry. A lot of sleeping then. Well, I think they must have deliberately, uh, <laughs> deliberately timed it to go with sleeping time. I don't really remember. Oh, I do actually. No, that's that's not true. My dad used to create like um, activity I spy books for us. Um, So there were sort of things that we had to look out for on the journey or count different things or different, we had to find different types of cars or caravans. So yeah, there was, yeah, they must have put some effort into it actually, I seem to remember. Was your dad a teacher as well? Yep, I come from a teaching family. What did he teach? (laughs) He's primarily a maths teacher, but went into special needs and then became like, assistant head sort of thing secondary school but they were both secondary and was your mom... why I would never teach secondary <laughs> was your mum geography if I remember yeah. that right yeah yeah did that mean that when you were traveling around France you got lots of geography lessons on the different um, landscapes or I don't think we were that interested at the time okay <laughs> my mum did teach me GCSE geography okay. so I did it as an extra GCSE I don't think on holiday we took that much interest. What was your favourite thing about, can you remember like a favourite memory? What, of France? Of France, yeah. I can remember the lake in Annecy. And we always tended to meet friends as well, because my parents all had teacher friends as well. Okay. Um, So we'd always sort of meet up with my godparents or other family friends or whatever. And so I remember there was like, probably five or six of us kids sort of rowing across this lake in just a dinghy, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> we weren't that old. Okay. I was probably eight or nine. But yeah, you'd row across and then you'd sort of half swim back, half come back in the dinghy. And there was quite a lot of freedom. Wow, yeah. <laughs> also when there should be. Um, we, uh, we took um, a chairlift at Mont Blanc. Okay. And um, we'd met another family friend there who was also my head teacher at the time at middle school. And he was a bit of a character. <laughs> and um, we were getting on these chairlifts. And instead of him sitting on it, he just ran down the slope. You, okay. know, when it, you know when the chairlift comes up to you yeah. and you're meant to sit down? He didn't sit down. Okay. He just ran down the slope. And we were like right okay it's hilarious obviously because he was my head teacher at the time as well and it was just did he meet did he know what he was doing well (laughs) clearly clearly not but well I mean he's obviously an intelligent guy he's a head teacher (laughs) but at the same time he was yeah he didn't quite seem all there well it's funny because you're you're saying you know you know how you you go and you sit down and I'm like do we think from from movies have I seen how people get on them because I've never been on one so I don't okay. know what I would have done um, yeah yeah true true maybe I'm, maybe I'm being harsh no I'm sure it was quite it, hilarious it was, as well it was funny at the time yeah yeah indeed, indeed I'm sure it would be hilarious if I did it wrong maybe not for me but <laughs> and then we also rocked up at a nudist camp without realizing it was a nudist camp brilliant that was fun as well, especially as we had sort of my god's my godmother's son with us okay. as well. And we just innocently, well, my mum innocently, you know, checked us in and 
because she didn't in those days she didn't really book campsite she just rocked up and stayed okay and yeah innocently checked us in we were all sat in the car waiting and then drive and drive onto your pitch and there you've got like this German man up his ladder cleaning his caravan <laughs> absolutely stark naked <laughs> and you've got like these Dutch men coming over trying to help you get your caravan into your pitch again absolutely completely naked <laughs> brilliant yeah. <laughs> yeah, things like that do stick in your memory somewhere. I can imagine how old were mm. you then I must have been 10 or under, yeah. Okay. <laughs> did, you, did you all enter into the spirit of the thing or not? <laughs> no, I don't think we did. Although I think you had to be naked to go in the swimming pool. Okay. So I think, I think us kids did go in the swimming pool naked because I, I think that was a rule. Um, and you can't but no, not go in the swimming pool. Surprisingly enough, we only stayed one night okay. and moved on. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're a few things along the way. <laughs> Those are stories to tell, though, aren't they? Mm, Adventures. Well, yes. <laughs> it yes, was an adventure. True. <laughs> yeah. And we quite often, um, my godfather is quite, well, was, he's not with us anymore, quadriplegic, so was sort of in a, severely in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd get somewhere and you'd been trying, you'd be trying to converse with, the campsite or the shop or whatever about him in his wheelchair but none of the adults had good enough French to actually converse in French okay um, so you'd revert to a lot of hand actions as okay. to what you were trying to say and a lot of actions about wheelchairs and not walking and that sort of thing um, so yeah about like there were a few adventures along the way sounds like it Mm. <laughs> have you wanted to do it again as you as an adult yeah i'd love to get a caravan okay love to get a caravan once mike is slightly trustworthy so maybe in about 10 years time okay <laughs> but yeah i will i'd like a caravan and set off nathan's not so keen okay but, would you um, like to go yeah. to france again or would you yeah choose different yeah. places no i'd happily I'd happily go to france travel around do bits of bobs. Very nice. Yeah. I've never really, I have stayed in a caravan, I think, once, but I've never okay. properly travelled with one. Okay. I think it was a, a, a sole survivor, so like a, a Christian yeah. camp. Yeah. Somebody's parent had deposited their caravan on the site and I got I to stay in it. That's a good way to do it. Yes, it was a very good way <laughs> to do it. It's like, make friends with the people with the caravan. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way we went to New Wine was in my dad's camper van. So okay. <laughs> I'm with you there. But yeah, I think maybe I haven't really thought through the technicalities of, you know, driving on the wrong side of the road and, you know, having oh, a caravan on the back of your car. <laughs> but yeah. But, you know, caravans can do all sorts of clever things these days. They can, like, you can, like, get them to do it themselves. Can like, you? press a button. Wow. <laughs> press a button and it reverses itself into the um pitch and things so i'm sure we'd be fine yeah i look forward to the stories to come (laughs) well yes indeed as i say once mike is a little more uh, reliable maybe a little more helpful then uh, maybe we'll give it a go 
you're not thinking about saving up for one for your 40th or no I think uh, I think we might go broad for the 40th instead <laughs> well Mike has never been on a plane either oh yeah um, so you know we were thinking of going abroad last summer but obviously we couldn't um so I'd yeah I think next summer if such things are allowed yeah I'd rather jet off somewhere as I say somewhere it'll probably be Ibiza or Mallorca you know we're not going to the Bahamas or whatever but (laughs) um you could go to the Bahamas (laughs) wow Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think uh, two hours on a plane is probably our uh, our limit that would be nice though you get to do the plane thing you get to have the sun you get to have the holidays hopefully so fingers crossed how are you (laughs) feeling about well you're not you're not 40 yet no, I've only just turned 39. Oh, good to say. <laughs> but you, that was one of the things on your list as a T, yes. turning 40. How are you turning feeling 40. about that? I'm looking forward to turning okay. 40. <laughs> it's a good excuse to, you know, do fun things and nice things and all the things that, you know, you'd quite like to do but haven't got an excuse to do. So so you're planning your 40th year with all yeah, these fun pretty things? Much. Awesome. Pretty much. <laughs> um yeah that that sounds good to me <laughs> I remember doing the same when I was 30 okay you know like going to a lodge with friends and organizing a party and all sorts of um different bits so yeah use 40 as another excuse to do things like that that's a, that's a good idea actually yeah why not use it as an excuse yeah totally Excuse to be spoiled, excuse to do lots of different things. We went to Paris for Nathan's 40th. Okay. And I've always said I'd like to go to Venice for my 40th. We went to Venice. I really enjoyed it. We stayed oh. outside Venice, though. Okay. We went in July, so it was really hot. Hot, yeah. And, it, and obviously by the time we'd got in, it was hot. So it wasn't like, because we hadn't stayed in the city, we couldn't go out in the morning and then go True. back to the room when it was hot and then come back yeah, out at night. We went True. in once at night and it was just beautiful. So I think mm-hmm. if I went again, I would definitely stay in the city. That's good advice. Did you do all the canals and gondolas? We went on a gondola. Yeah, it was all right. You have to, <laughs> you have to do it when you go to, to Venice, don't you? Well, yeah, precisely. <laughs> the, um, the museum in St. Mark's Square, we went there quite a lot and then we went to a really nice restaurant but yeah for the most part we just got lost in the yeah, city and just but, yeah but that's the fun of it isn't it you yeah. just wander from one place to another or catch a I don't know what you call them a boat I don't know catch yeah, water taxis water taxi mm-hmm. catch one of those hop on hop off that yeah sort of thing. that's what I envisage anyway <laughs> so we'll see it will be lovely is this with or without children and uh, without yeah. ideally <laughs> so apart from venice have you got any other plans for your 40th well no set plans but you know i've been thinking i'd like to go to bath as well okay. and i'd like to go to the like the spa in bath i would quite like to book a lodge again and do a similar thing to what i did with my for my 30th so you just had your friends yeah, just about six friends stayed Friday to Monday 
Nice. And although that was pre-kids and okay. pre-marriage and so, you know, a lot a lot happens in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> the look of life yeah. <laughs> over ten years um is quite different. You know, it's still doable. But not only have obviously I got kids and a husband and whatever, so have all my friends. So yeah. You know. <laughs> Well, Not she'll just be life. asking for an excuse to get away <laughs> well, from it all. true, true. <laughs> Hopefully so. Yeah, what else? Things like afternoon tea, that's always, mm. like to do, I do like a decent afternoon tea. In the summer, Nathan and I went um, to Harrods in London for afternoon tea because we bought a voucher and that was a very nice day out. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. something along those lines. Mm, lovely. Um, and then and then perhaps maybe smaller gatherings I don't really feel I don't know I, I don't really feel the whole big party thing then you um, get to see you get to see more of the people yeah. if you have smaller gatherings yeah because I like having a big party yeah but then actually as the host of a big party yeah that you're doing it for everyone else That's you're not really true. doing it for yourself I very rarely get to see all my friends. No, that's true. And in November, the the weather's obviously rubbish. Mm. Um, So you don't really have room to spread. It's not like you can have a summer party where you can all just spread outside. Although one of them could still do it outside. Fire pits and marshmallows and hot chocolate. You could rent somewhere. Well, yeah, true. We did that for Nathan's 40th. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm into the the whole big thing. I think the last big party we had was um, the one that sent me into labour with my smallest. <laughs> okay. So I would recommend that if you want to get your baby out. <laughs> Thankfully, I won't be in that yeah. position. But yeah, <laughs> that's good advice all the same. <laughs> like 10 years ago, when I was 30, I wasn't married. I'd only just met Nathan. Yeah. So, you know, time, time is something that just blows my mind. <laughs> it really does. Um, because on one hand, you feel like it, it was only two minutes ago that you were at school. Yeah. And you've got like vivid memories of school and stuff like that. And then, yeah. But then equally, you look back over 10 years and you're like, oh my gosh, my life was so different. <laughs> 10 years ago just like completely different well no not completely different but different priorities I guess yeah I was a teacher but only just and yeah I did you know did lots of extracurricular things whereas now it's like <laughs> go to work look after the kids yeah you have done a lot in now. 10 years though Pardon? You have done a lot in 10 well, years. Well, true, precisely, yeah. Got married, had two kids. So, you know, <laughs> those are the big milestones in life, I guess, aren't they, really? Um, but, yeah, it just, yeah, sometimes when you think about it, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm the mum of, like, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. How on earth did that happen? Yeah. How did I become the parent role? How did I become the one that's doing all the discipline and the hard line and all of that sort of thing just yeah just blow my mind how you get to that point yeah 
Although today I went in, I went into a shop and uh, I bought some spiced rum for rum cakes that I'm making. And uh, a very kind lady ID'd me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's nice. Um, but then she went, oh, you're only two years younger than my mum. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go for your mum was young when she had you. Had you, yes. Indeed. Like, well, you obviously did not it. that young. I was like 21 is ridiculously young. <laughs> <laughs> but that must mean that she thought you look really young. <laughs> if she still ID'd you. Well, I think, she, I mean, it's all with the mask and everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't remember when I was last ID'd. I mean, she didn't need to ID time. me, but... <laughs> I think she was young enough that she has no concept of what That's age looks age. like. Do you know what I mean? And she thought she'd best be cautious. Yeah. Until, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're fine. She's been told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can't imagine being ID'd really anymore. Well, I am um, for Christmas crackers because they have explosive in inverted commas oh, right. in them. Right. So you have to be 16 to buy a cracker. But, um, so yeah, someone ID'd me for that. I was like, that's very sweet of you, but I am 100% wow. over 16. <laughs> like, thanks for thinking I'm over, like over 25 is one thing, but yeah, over 16. Yeah. 16. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember my brother once, he, um, he was buying a Christmas, I think he was buying a Christmas present for my mum that was alcohol okay. and he was underage at the time. So to try and make it sort of like less obvious that he was just buying alcohol, he bought like a loaf of bread and a pint of milk or whatever. Um, and it was fine. You know, he bought it. Yeah. And then he, on his way out or whatever, he gave the bread and the milk to a homeless guy that was outside the shop. Because <laughs> all he really wanted was the alcohol. The alcohol. And it was genuinely for a present. Um but yeah, to try and make it look a little bit more genuine, he'd put yeah. the bread in the milk to go with it. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd get away with that these days. That was hopefully um, not. Probably but yeah, well, that probably you wouldn't get away with like lying the seats down flat in your car anymore. Well, no, no, precisely. <laughs> look how times change. It, it really does. Thank you so much for talking to me. That's all right. That's just a ramble of. That's what non- most of the podcast is. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, most of them seem to, you know, follow some sort of thread. Or I bet it'll be more interesting than you think it will be when you listen back. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe you're going to do some very clever editing. Maybe. <laughs> oh well. How's the rest of your week looking? I've got an interview tomorrow. Oh, have you? That's what I need to. I need to prepare for that this evening. Okay. Um, but nice to see you. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your you. evening, and I hope the Thank planning you. goes well this week. I think the entire year of celebrations for a big birthday is a great idea. If you are lucky enough to have lived that long and you're able to celebrate, then go for it. Everybody should try it. Thank you so much again to Sarah for chatting to me. At the end of the episode, you heard that I was going on after the record to prepare for a job interview. We recorded this in November and I got that job. Woohoo! Um, so 
this is one of the reasons that this episode is so late. I'm really enjoying it, but obviously starting a new job is really hectic. I am also trying to see if I can have a show on a local community radio station. So I've been doing training for that and coming up with ideas for that. So that has taken up a decent amount of time and will take up a decent amount of time. Um, We're also out of lockdowns, so I am more busy with face-to-face, but also so the people that I would like to speak to. So I'm going to be realistic and say that I will try to put out a podcast episode every month instead of every two weeks, because I really, really love having the chats that I'm having and sharing them with you, and I have some great people I'm trying to persuade to come on. Um, I will be moving away from just talking to friends. Yes, because I'm running out of friends who are willing to be recorded. There are still some, but also because you all have been giving me feedback and a lot of people are interested in hearing more about professions or on specific topics. So I will try and get a few more people to do episodes like that. I have also had requests for some of my previous guests to come on, I will give them the heads up that they are in demand and bring them back to your ears as well. I don't know who the next person is going to be yet, but I will let you know on Instagram and Facebook beforehand. Follow Tea With Friends podcast on both those platforms or email us at teawithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. As always, my lovely friends, I wish you joy. Bye. Thank you.